0: Let us pray. Gracious loving God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for this chance to come before you. We give you thanks for this chance to praise your name. We give you thanks for your word. God, guide us that we may hear you speaking clearly. In Jesus' most holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good evening, friends, and welcome to another edition of A Scripture Talk, our podcast where we do exactly what we purport to do. We talk about scripture and and other things occasionally as well. (laughs) Um, We are down a team member, but I am Pastor Trey, and with me as always is...
1: Pastor Scott Ketchum, Sister Brandi Dutley,
0: um, and uh, keep stating your prayers. Uh, he is uh, taking care of his mother uh, this evening, um, and should should be back on the show with us in a week. Uh, meanwhile, I am I am also on the ones and twos, and so so stocking pre show. <laughs> I have this weird control console built in my iPad that I can push the buttons. I can't fix audio issues. If you see me get up and run over there, um, it's to fix audio audio issues, or because all of you have told me that Zito has died. Um, <laughs> Um, which all of which is entirely possible. Our scripture reading this evening is um, the uh, from the book of Acts uh, chapter 3 verses 9 excuse me verses 12 through 19. when Peter saw it he addressed the people "You Israelites, why do you wonder at this or why do you stare at us as though by our own power or piety we have made him walk? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of our ancestors, has glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and rejected in the presence of Pilate, though he had decided to release him. But you rejected the Holy and Righteous One and asked to have a, asked to have a murderer given to you, and you killed the author of life whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses, and by faith in his name, his name itself has made this man strong, whom you see and know. And the faith that is through Jesus has given him this perfect health in the presence of all of you. And now, friends, I know that you acted in ignorance, uh, that you acted in ignorance, so as also did your rulers. I don't know about that one. Um, in this way, God fu- God fulfilled what He had foretold through all the prophets that His Messiah would suffer. Repent, therefore, and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped out. When I've preached on this before, I, there, there's a couple of ways we need to look at this text before we stray off into some really dangerous stuff. Yeah. Um, Because this is one of those texts where like you get the concept of the Jews, capital J Jews killed Jesus. Now uh, logistically, actually the Romans killed Jesus for one, they were not Jews. They were Romans Um, for two, everyone's sins killed Jesus. Um, (laughs) It just so happened um, that the people who should have known him first rejected him first uh, but this is not the fir- this is not the last time um that Jesus would be rejected and so when certainly when thinking and talking about this two things we need to keep in mind one peter is talking to his own people right peter yeah. At this point, if you asked Peter, what religion do you practice? Peter would roll his eyes and you say, I'm Jewish, right? The concept of Christian yeah. doesn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. Um, also, everyone you like in the Bible and most of the people you don't like are all Jewish. Um so rather than, so Peter is talking to his own people and you yeah. can say some things to your own folks that you should never say to somebody else's folks, exactly. yeah. right? Um, so Jews can talk to Jews in a way that you cannot, um, uh, unless you are also Jewish. Mm. So that's important. And also this isn't really about the Jews killing Jesus. This is about, um, sin and reject sin, what sin and rejection of Christ by all of us at any point is what kills Jesus.
1: Yeah, it, it. There is that tone of, "Look what you did," and then he kind of lightens it up with this whole, "But this is what was part of the plan" type idea. This is what was needed. So now, what do you need to do? Well, you need to repent and take advantage of what was just done.
2: Yeah, Joe. I like her comment on here. She says, "Way to go, guys. You effed up. This, this is yeah. what yes. happened
1: here." And and, and so uh, we we all did. We right. I mean because. If it hadn't have been done that way, it would have had to go about another method. And I think it is important of what he pointed out that you know the Jews legally weren't able to kill people, uh, capital punishment at the time. Now they sometimes made their way around that, but in in this particular case, it was the Romans that had the authority. It was the Romans that executed it out. They were just more of instigators, as what all of our sin brought.
0: To him to that place.
2: So, what is making him, Peter, point the finger at the Jews? Said the Jews said that you killed him.
0: Well, because, well, A, because that's who he's talking to right then. Right. Right. So, he is, um, so he's just done, uh, I think it's him and John. Him and John are out and about. Um, um, A a man has just been healed. Um, They're on Solomon's porch. So, they're on the the Mm -hmm. outside of the temple. Um, And so, that's who he's talking to. This is where actually, you know, um, Paul in Romans becomes really important again. Because, yeah. But Paul lays out in Romans is like, OK, y'all, uh, no one wins here. Um, you know, Romans chapter one is y'all Gentiles be trash fires. <laughs> um, but then chapter two is the Jews are also in a way everyone needs redemption. Yeah. Right. And so if everyone needs redemption, therefore no one group lit no one group bears all the responsibility for Jesus' death. We all who sin bear the responsibility uh, for Jesus' death. All of us did that. Yeah. The um, direct hands um, are, you know, things like the, te- you know, the, I, the temple leadership um, and a crowd that gets manipulated and Pilate who is weak, right? There, there's a lot of like in terms of you know who is an accessory to murder and who are murderers, um, but at no point, hey, no point is it all Jews, right? Yeah. Um, any more than it is all people because Jesus was Jewish, Peter is Jewish, Judas is also Judas, Jewish. They're all Jewish,
1: right? Another aspect of it. This is early, early on in the telling of what's going on. So this is literally one of the first. Hey, wake up and realize what has happened. Uh, the way he forms this. he's pointing out our God, right Abraham, J- Isaac, our Jacob, ancestors, yes. our ancestors. the thing that we have been told was coming happened, guys, and we kind of missed it. the this is what went down. and then that same God that we've been serving and claiming to serve raised him up to righteousness and and in some ways, it's almost even pointing out of how. Hey, look, we have this bad history of rejecting the things God has brought to us. We did it yet again, but this time it can be for the last time because it opens up an opportunity for repentance and forgiveness.
2: Right. There's an opportunity for them to jump in at it. Don't let it go over your head this time. Go ahead and get the opportunity to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior and you have a new
0: life well there's also an element so we, we joke about those vintage 21 videos um yeah. those jesus videos that i'm vaguely obsessed with <laughs> um and you know he gives the, ser- the sermon on the mount probably my favorite part of it where it's like gather round, gather round, i have something to say to you this is <laughs> jesus um i have traveled many miles performed many miracles and healed many people of diseases to tell you this you're all evil there is no hope that is all Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not what Peter does. Yeah. Right? So does Peter hit them hard? Yes. Yeah. Um, can Peter hit them hard? Yes, because he's also a part of them. And again, you can talk to family different yeah. than fa- other people can talk to your family. It's almost right.
1: like an intervention.
0: Right. So it is, right? Like, okay, so y'all, uh, we messed up. We all messed up collectively. And then more of us messed up. Some of us messed up and some of us didn't mess up. But he ends up with a chance, right? Prevent. Mm-hmm. Hey. Like, like this is not beyond the pale. You still have an option. The 3,000 people saved at Pentecost, also Jewish, yeah. right? The people who, who in Acts 4 uh, saw a sermon yesterday uh, preached by a friend of mine who preached on Acts 4. The people living at one accord um, in Acts 4 were all Jewish, right? Like, So here is Peter offering out this olive branch and saying, hey— Um, we're, we're offering off this way of hope, right? That this doesn't end with, and so you're forever guilty and God has rejected you. No, that is, you now have through Christ, you now have the same deal that everyone else has.
1: Yeah. He did not look at them and go, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Right. Yeah. There's no, there is no like, goodbye, you're done. There is. Okay. So this is your particular sin in this particular moment. And should y'all, particularly the temple hierarchy, know better than others? Yeah, maybe. Um, I'm often pretty hard on the temple hierarchy because I'm like, y'all knew. Like, there's no way y'all knew. Uh, And you didn't. But like, for the people Peter is addressing here, it's like, okay, so here's the reality. Peter is playing prophet, um, but he is offering that way back. He is not leaving this conversation with, we're done here. It is, hey, this is what you did. Okay, I have named it. Now, here is the way out of this.
2: Yeah, let's move on. Acknowledge what you've done. Let's move on. Get something better on the hand. That's it.
1: And the, the honest aspect of it is when we all come face to face with what Jesus did on the cross, we're faced with that same realization. The fact that he went there not just because of the Jews' sin, but because of my sin. Yeah. And therefore, in a lot of ways looking back on it it was my sin my hand that nailed him to the cross yeah it was my fault and therefore i'm stuck listening to that same message of you know the god of everything that your sin scott that you're to stuff i'm faced with that same thing of now what do
0: i do with this and it's what peter says repent and come back to him so i want to change tags right because that's exactly it, right? It yeah. is. When we when we talk about this, when we think about this text, don't hear the word Jews. put yeah. yourself in there.
2: yeah, yeah, right Yeah
0: because you're as guilty as they are. Um, perhaps in different ways, but in terms of the weight of your guilt uh, is the same. Um, and so you should see yourself in this text and not as Peter, right? Uh, or yeah. not just as Peter. Oh no right um you know one of my, I deeply dislike you know when we as church people act like all of our problems are in the past no, no. it's not real friends it just means you want a better book deal um. <laughs> <laughs> I drove by. I was in Houston. So, uh, for those of y'all don't know, I was in Houston yesterday, uh, because my godchild got baptized. Um, mm-hmm. I found out about that by the way, on Saturday, um, someone forgot to tell me. Um, so anyways, I drove by, uh, Joel Osteen's who I was making, fun. I was, you know, I drove by Joel Osteen's building, um, at church thing. Um, and yeah, it's real pretty. The landscaping is probably worth more than my house. Um, anyways, but So we should hear ourselves, right? We should hear ourselves. But I want us to, like, switch from being the hearers of this to being the speakers of it for a second um, and realize this is Peter doing evangelism.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Peter's go, way man. of evangelism, you know, that whole... It, it, and it kind of, to an extent, reminded me of Adam, the way he talks about it. When Adam yeah. first is told, what did you do? Well, you know, the woman that you gave me, you know, uh, <laughs> and Peter's just pointing, you know, our God that you <laughs> should know about, should yeah. Know about yeah. yeah. and then you denied and you handed up. You, it, Pilate tried to wash his hands of it, but you wouldn't let him. I mean, he didn't, he didn't give him any wiggle room out of it at all. And often I think that's important to realize because it is in human nature for us to downplay our own mistakes a lot. Of times. And sometimes we need to have it just pointed out point blank for us to really come to that place of realizing, no, I really do need a savior, especially the Jews that he's addressing. Because up until this point, they all had this understanding that we're God's chosen people. We're okay just because we're Jews.
0: Well, and there is, so I didn't grow up in a hellfire and brimstone denomination. I grew up in, you know, kind of very traditional Methodist church. And kind of sin is never talked about, right? It's just, or or it's just, it's the thing that like comes up in the confession prayer. Um, and that's about it. And here Peter is in love, right? He is, you know, he's trying to give them their way kind of boldly declares a very difficult truth in a very public form right he's standing there in the temple um these people and and and, you know as often happens to early disciples people could have tried to kill him yeah um people don't all people don't always want to hear the bad news now there are ways to do it and there are ways to not do it right And and i'm not sure that uh that Peter's methodology 2000 years ago to a group of people he was already familiar with is how we should do all evangelism forever. And I, you know, this is, this is not let us, the best way, the best way we're going to reach the sinners is by standing with bullhorns in the street and yelling at them. Um, Because also keep in mind, Peter, Peter has just done a miracle prior to this, like how Peter drew attention is by healing and caring for a man. And that gives him this opportunity. He's like, you see this? Are you not entertained? Or, yeah, are, he, yeah. He,
1: he definitely has a captured audience because it's backed up by the miracle that was just performed in Jesus' name. Ergo, that's kind of what he's pointing out. is Don't don't look at us like we caused yes. this to happen. Right. You want to know how this happened? Jesus that you mm-hmm. ignored mm-hmm. type thing. Now, there is a, a comment in here that says uh, uh, some people just need it blunt and simple.
0: Just tell me. No, and, that, and, that's, and that's absolutely true. And I, but I, part of what I'm getting at is, like, Peter's got guts in this yeah. moment, right? They have prior, you know, prior to Pentecost, I think in something we read recently, maybe it was, no, it was last week's text. I just didn't get to preach on it. Um, they had a lovely sermon written. It was very nice. I just didn't get to preach it. Um, you know, talking about their hiding in fear, right? And they're fighting, hiding yeah. in fear of the Jews. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here we are in a post-Pentecost world, they are no longer hiding. Um, they are healing people out in the open, and they are boldly declaring difficult truths. And so, as Christians, I mean, to me, there is a part of it of it is very easy um, to say the nice stuff, and we need to, right? You know, um, there, there's there's a lot of really yeah. nice things, really wonderful things to talk about with God. But God is a balance of justice and mer- of justice and mercy. And if we only do justice, um, then we are just angry, and God is angry, and there, you're all sinners. There is no hope. That is all. Thank you. Right? But if we're all mercy, then no one grows. Yeah. And we're not taking seriously the weight of sin. Um, and so there has to be a boldness, even in this modern world, of being willing to talk about the hard stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, it's, you know, I think of. Um... You know, in Lord of the Rings, there was uh, a spot where uh, Gandalf showed up to this uh, area and it was shown that Gandalf was called different names. And I don't remember the exact exact thing they called him in that deal, but it was kind of like Stormbringer. You're the one that always brings woes. And in some ways, that makes me think of that's how the Old Testament prophets reviewed so much of that, their job was bringing people to a place where they had to face the reality of their situation and what it meant in relation to God and that's kind of what Peter's doing here is having one of those moments but unlike how oftentimes the Old Testament prophets were already at the point of judgment this is coming with that hope hey yes our sin and everything had to be judged but guess what the purpose of what he just did on the cross was so that we now have repentance and forgiveness
2: and we need somebody to call us out we need somebody to let us know, hey, this is you need to turn around and acknowledge your sins and, and repent and move on. I mean, that's what John the Baptist did before Jesus and on the scene. Repent. Turn from your ways and repent.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, that's what you all you gotta do is just turn your life around, but somebody's gotta help you call call it out.
0: Well, and I think this also gets back to uh Peter's family, right? And so family can talk to you differently. Yeah. And so if we're thinking, if you know, I want us always to see ourselves in the crowd's shoes here. But if we're putting ourselves in Peter's shoes um, for a second, then for those people for whom you have those relationships with, where you can speak the more difficult truth, then it becomes on us, right? It is not. Um, it's like it's not on teachers to to be the only people who raise your kids, right? It is not on you know uh, pastors or whatever to. To, to, to be the ones who talk about the hard stuff and then we just could talk about the easy stuff. It, often it is the people you have the relationship with where you can sit with them and they you can know how to tell them the nature of what they've done, right? This is a very Jewish argument. Hey, look at this God that has been consistent. Um, That thing you've been hoping for, the author of life. Yeah, that's what you did, right? That Peter has that ability to frame it in a way that a Gentile person would not be able to. Yeah. Um, In that way too, like, we can talk to family different um, than other folks can. And so then we have a responsibility. As Peter is taking responsibility for his own folks, we have a responsibility to our own folks. Whoop. Uh, that's probably just a, That's probably just the monitor timing. App. Yeah. We're probably good.
1: So um, there's a comment from uh, Joe. It says, remember that some people don't know what they are doing is wrong unless someone points it out. That's right. We can't just avoid it and expect it to get better like Jonah and Nineveh.
0: Well, right, yeah. And Jonah's like, I don't, don't want to do it. You know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Okay. I don't want to do this. And then he does it, and it works out fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, there, there is like, we, we, we often forget, and this comes up a lot, and came up in on the Wednesday night sermon last week. This idea that some of the purpose behind the Christian life is that we have all have care for one another, right, and. That means we have care for one. And we like that when it means like we can sit with one another and, you know, Mm -hmm. be in the hospital rooms and love in that way. And those are all important. Absolutely. Um, But it also means there's an element of holding one another accountable um, and being willing to be bold in bold, but loving. Right. This is not a hate. This is not Peter expressing hate. This is Peter expressing deep love, um, but it is love in a bold way. Um, That is honest and honest about the nature of life and honest about the ways we both excel and fall short.
1: You know, the Old uh, Testament scripture is iron sharpens iron. So Mm -hmm. one man sharpens another. Well, when you're sharpening iron, it's taking pieces off. Mm -hmm. It's actually having, if you want to get down to it, a little bit of a destructive quality to get that fine, sharp edge that is useful. It has to remove some things. And, you know, that's often what's going on in these types of situations that, you know, uh, we got to remove the blinders. we got to remove anything that we're doing to sugarcoat the reality of the situation so that it can be dealt with honestly.
2: Yep. You just got to go, go in. Head first. I'll just, just take the heat. I mean, I've had some people just sit down and talk with me and say, hey, this and that and the other. and Because some folks can talk to me and some folks can't. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... It just depends, but like you said, not everybody can talk to your family the way that you know you can talk to your family.
1: Yeah, there had to be that relationship prior. Yeah, I think a lot of it had to do also with the timing, like like uh, uh, Pastor Trey had said. You know, they've just seen a miracle done in the name of Jesus. That's what gives this opening of. Don't look at us like we did this. This is all because of Jesus, and let's talk about that.
0: Yes. Well, an one, open, an open to an act of love, <laughs> yeah. right, that yeah. you see in this, in this scene that plays out here in Acts 3, both sides of it. You see that mercy, that, you know, this man who is, you know, I think it was the healing of a cripple. This man who's been crippled can now, while he's well, right? Um, and that, that seeing the loving, healing nature of God leads into, and this is kind of one of those classic kind of missions conversations, right? Uh, you've seen that this has happened. Don't give me credit. Uh-huh. Give God credit. Realize um, the weight of what's at stake here. Uh-huh. Um, but repent, right? Yeah. That, that, that there is like, what happened to this guy can also be for you. The love that that has happened happened in that moment is also here for you. Um, you've got to realize this, again, as I say, you've got to realize the stakes. But at no point does Peter take the love of God off the table. Um, he just wants them to understand the weight of their of, of where they of where they specifically have failed, all have failed. That's just their specific one. Um, but you see, like a really, you see both sides of missions happening in a moment, right? Yeah. The like hands-on, tangible. Let's care for a dude, right? That's here, right? And to brush that aside is to brush aside a very valuable part of Christ and the early you know disciples ministry, and that doesn't necessarily. We don't want to get too literally that it's only about faith healing. This can be digging a well. This can be setting up a hospital. This can be whatever, right? You know, feeding the homeless. Like, take your pick, right? Um, all of that is the love of God healing somebody. Here it is just happening more directly. Um, and then that transforms in, into the ability to have this conversation about the nature of God and what God is doing in the world.
1: And, and I think that's a great example, uh, biblically, of how Wesley viewed uh the walk of Christ and its practicality. Yeah. Uh, we're looking at uh, ministry of Peter talking about someone's spirit being fixed, but this is coming about after they've met physical boot on the ground needs.
0: Right. That it was not like, it is about spirituality, mm-hmm. but do not over spiritualize it. That man was also actually physically healed. Yes. And that. Like we we are in some ways we're good Greeks. We separate the mind and the body, and that is not a not a biblical worldview, and B not even a modern scientific worldview. Your brain, your mind, your soul, your body it's not three things. It's one thing, right? right? Um, To you know not take care of your body is not take care of you know the gift that God has given you. To like you know be to starve your body is to starve your brain, right? right? Um, to be spiritually anxious has physical consequences. Like all mm-hmm. these things are integrated, right? And so yes, is that man set free and healed in his spirit? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, is, it should be. Um, but he is also physically healed in his body. Yeah. It, it is like, again, this is a really holistic, all-in-one view of, early, of missions, period. Um, that it is just love people. And just loving people then opens up opportunities to have incredible conversations um, about why that love took place um, and where that can go from there. Um, but to leave any part of that out um, is to leave out some, something valuable about how God wants us to live and care in the world.
2: Kind of reminds me, when you were talking about how you talk, talk to people, kind of reminds me at work, uh, we have gates that separate the floor from the counter. And because we have a lot of stuff that's locked up and sometimes we leave the gate open so we can go in and out and people accidentally walk behind there and we're like, no, don't do that. So instead of saying, don't go behind that counter, I'll just say, no, nah, man, mean, don't go behind there. Cause if you do, I got to put you to work. <laughs> <laughs> he just, they just started laughing. And then the customer said, you know what? That's a good way to address that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I'll end with this. Um, so Disney world, um, I guess, I guess they'll tell you this. None of the doors are locked. Right. So all the doors to backstage, they call it backstage, um, are not locked. Um, They just, you know, if if they see a a, a park guest wandering back there, they'll just kindly escort you back. Um, Because, again, it's that same deal of, you know, you can begin a conversation um, and you can change someone's experience, even when they've clearly done wrong, with how you address it. Right, mm-hmm. that there is it is a lot more hospitable um, to be able to accidentally stumble backstage and then just be kindly brought for oh you know oh the, let me let me get you back out you know let me get you back out to where you need to be there you go right that it is different um, but it is yeah in some ways this goes back to meeting folks where they are yeah. right um, and also establishing that baseline of love and care um, which certainly uh, Peter does to give him. Um, entree into having this conversation. Um, okay, let's, okay, let me go to this. Good, okay. And now, uh, so now I'm flying blind. I cannot see, I cannot yeah. see the monitor, so I think it's not gonna, it's okay. I think, I think we're good. Uh, Chat will catch up. If not, whatever. Anyways, we've reached the end of our show uh, for this week. Uh, we'll be back with the producer <laughs> uh, next week. Um, if you have any feedback uh, for us other than the fact that I miss a lot of camera switches, I know uh, that happens. Um, oh, I did. I can see it with the delay. I'm, I'm, I'm right on. I got, I made my shot. Um, if you have any feedback for us, you can post comments certainly here on Facebook. Um, I'm gladly or email to us GraceChurchPalestine at gmail.com. Post it over on our YouTube channel. Um, post it over on our website palestinegrace.com/video. Um, if you're looking for an audio-only version of the show, you have no idea what happened. Uh, <laughs> 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 or how bad Zito may be um, you can subscribe just search uh, for Gra- uh, Scripture Talk by Grace Church in your podcatcher of choice and of course we will be back with you uh, in one week's time uh, go in peace, do love, and serve the Lord fear not, stay well God is with us there we dance I gotta, oh no I can't, I almost made the same mistake twice switched back over to my switcher program before the song was done. We're not doing that again. No. No, no, no. And we're
1: clear. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right.